Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show, I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's up? Dude, happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. And I know some folks, I know the vibe. I know the vibe yeah. out there in the world right now. Mm. It's a contentious America, mm. right? Yeah. So the vibe that we're going for, yeah. we are hopeful Americans. Mm. We have a faith and a hope in the future, yeah. and better days are surely ahead. Contentious America, pretentious podcast. Right, That's what I exactly say. say. And right. so I think as we discussed in our, discussed in our staff meeting, mm. It's the appropriate time to share with our listeners what we got them for the 4th of July. Yeah. Yeah, the big gift. Are you so ready? Our gift to you. Mm. A very short show because yeah. we have light news, yeah. two trailers. We say a short show, but I mean, let's right. be honest, we always wind up filling it up. It'll be... <laughs> This week, we have the under two hour guarantee. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> guaranteed at 119 minutes, if we're still going, David's going to pull I'm the plug. Sorry, this is it. Yep. Yep. Mid sentence. I don't care. Right. I don't care. <laughs> going to drop the hammer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think the news was light this week because of the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, does that mean that things will pick up next week? Well, I don't think so. Right. I think we got releases next week and then people come back. It, this is a weird holiday. Right. People go on vacation. Right. Do they go on vacation before the holiday? Right. Or do they go on it after? I think it's like a 50-50. Well, you can't get anything done. Yeah, because every true. email you send, at least two of the people copying on it get an automatic reply. Right. I'm out of the office until September. Yeah. Go screw. Yeah. Right. Until September. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The 4th of July vacations are really long. Right. Yeah. I'm on vacation from the 4th to Labor Day. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk to me. Now, let's, let's talk about box office. Mm. We discussed last week, I said Top Gun was going to compete for number one, mm. which it did not. Really? Now, let me, I need to, I realize, I said to Drew earlier this week, I need to, I need to adjust my rhetoric. Like Minions is on pace to open for like $75 million. Now Top Gun is going to continue to crush the records for best holdovers, right? Okay. But it's not going to do $70 million. And I could have told you that. Like, like I'm so caught up in the excitement of how well it's holding over. Is it that or did you expect? Because movies, all right, look, Minions making $70 million is right. amazing. Right. But Let's be real. Movies have been making like $35 million a, month, a week right. on opening week. So do you think Top Gun could have done 35? Top Gun is going to do 35. Right. So yeah. in that aspect. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so my, the spirit of what I said yeah. is exactly correct. Right. Top Gun is like Minions is the runaway number one. Top Gun is an incredible number two. And then there's a big drop down to number three. So I would say in your defense, you didn't overestimate Top Gun, but you underestimated Minions. Could be. I think I think I was just wasn't thinking literally about the numbers. Mm. You know. But anyway, my point is this. We've talked extensively for some reason more than usual about what the number one movie this year is going to be. Right. And what did we debate? We debated Top Gun. I think Thor's I mean Thor's is I mean is, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Fourth of July's coming, Fourth of July is going to come and go. We're yeah. going to wake up on Tuesday morning. Fourth of July is going to be behind us. What is the life? We're going to struggle through Tuesday and Wednesday. And then on Thursday afternoon, fourth, mm-hmm. which by the way, you sitting down? No. Hold on. I, <laughs> I saw Thor the other day. No, get out of town. I saw Thorth. Shut up. It's true. How? It's true. Where'd you go to New York? I did. I went to the trade screening. Oh. I actually went to the Philly trade what? screening. Yep. 
and cool. no, no, I was busy. Yeah, thanks for asking. Right. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> I talked to your assistant. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> um, listen, I, yeah. I'm bound contractually not to say anything about it. All right. I probably shouldn't even have said that I went. Right. But I did. Right. And I'm just going to say this. Without, it, it won't affect anything. Mm. However amazing you think it's going to be, it's better. Wow. It, I loved it. Wow. I could have I gone up to the booth and hit rewind and watched it again. And coming from a guy who loves every movie that he just <laughs> seen, that means a that lot. That really means a lot. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to give away a single detail except right. that the movie is amazing. The Thor's in it. Yeah. Well, I'm not even going to confirm or deny that. Wow. Yeah, it may or may not have Chris Hemsworth, may or may not have Natalie Portman. Wow. I don't know. So get this. I didn't say nothing about nothing. I got this friend. Yeah. Let's just say her name's Brooklyn. Okay. And she's like, <laughs> I really want to see Thorth. Okay. So bad. Yeah. Because she's got the biggest crush on Chris Hemsworth mm. as Thor. Of course. Like it's kind of over the top. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, all right, fine. We'll do it. We'll yeah. Go. And go. then she comes at me a couple of days later. And she's like, I, don't, I heard it's not going to be good. And I said, I said, why? She said, well, you didn't tell me she was going to be in it. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? You know who I mean. She's in it, and I'm not happy. Mm. And she was legit upset yeah. that Natalie Portman was in the movie. So this friend of yours. She's like, he should not have a girlfriend right. in the movie. Because his girlfriend is me. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, and that's, it ruins the whole movie for yeah. me. Mm. The whole movie. Mm. And I was like. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Did you not watch the previews? Right. She's clearly there. Right. Uh, I was like, yeah. What? <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Good for, good for Brooklyn. Yeah. Good for you. You stick with that. Yeah. There's no sense acting as if Chris Hemsworth doesn't know who you are. Right. He shouldn't be cheating on you, fooling around with some other floozy. Yeah. Who does he think he is? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's a little embarrassing for everyone else. So here's the thing. Yeah, we were talking about Thor, and we got distracted because I let it slip that I saw it. You did? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No, All I right. didn't. All right. <laughs> but here's the thing. Yeah. So we talked previously about what's the biggest movie of the year, mm. and as you mentioned, Thor was always in the conversation. Mm -hmm. I think it's got to be the number one. I think it. You think Thor beats out uh, Top Gun? Yeah, I do. Wow. I really do. Wow, strong, strong words. Yeah. And I think it's going to be Thor, Top Gun, and Black Panther 2. But in our hearts, it's everything, everywhere, all at once. Right. But yeah. what about Avatar? I mean, this is an impossible conversation, but I'm saying those are your four, uh, five, with everything, everywhere. Avatar. We're Come still on. playing everything, everywhere, all at once. You better be. We are. It's so good. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I've talked to people, and they're like, oh, it looked weird. I was like, yeah, yeah. weird enough to go see. Yeah, it's super weird. Like, get That's over why there. we love it. Get over there. Speaking of Avatar. Next time somebody says it looks weird, the only appropriate reply would be like, what, and you're not? Yeah. Well, you haven't looked in the mirror recently? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Say hello to yourself. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Put some ice on that. <laughs> Look, you got a big standee downstairs for Avatar. Yeah. And it's got a character on it that we don't know. Mm. Right. Okay. Right? I, I mean, what would you know, right? I have no idea. Right. It's a, just a blue, blue lady person. Not thing. only have I recently rewatched the first Avatar. Right. <laughs> you know, but I was here. I have no idea whether no or not. Clue. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we found out who that character is. Oh. And so you remember Sigourney Weaver was in the first one. I do remember that. Yes. Right. Yes. Do you remember that she died? Yes, because they laid her to rest under that magical tree. Right. And and she became one with the. One with the tree. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The tree of life. So apparently, right. Jake and uh, Natiri, is that her name? Jake and the girl. Yeah, Jake and Lady Blue. Lady, Lady Blue. Yeah. They adopt, they have an adoptive daughter who is played by Sigourney Weaver. <gasps> so Sigourney Weaver said that she was going to be back for all of the sequels. And everyone was like, but how? She died. Gotcha. So apparently she's not only voicing but mocapping the the girl, mm -hmm. which is odd. How do you feel about that? You know what? It's whatever. Yeah. But it's because I mean, the character does not. Well, I mean, we'll see it in action. So far from the promo stuff, I don't look at it and see Sigourney Weaver. Like right. you can look at Jake and see 
the actor and even right. Zoe Saldana a little bit, right. you know, because they're so mocap to their face. Right. But they've de-aged this face so much. That Does everyone know what mocap means? Uh, I don't know. Well, motion capture. Motion capture. It's when they put all the little dots on you, right. and then they use a camera to track those dots, and you act everything out, and yeah. they make a computer do the same things. Yeah. And that's how computers took over. <laughs> and that, boys and girls, is how the end of the world happened. <laughs> so I have a question for you about yeah. Sigourney Weaver. Mm. She was in Alien, right? Mm-hmm. And Ghostbusters. Sure. And some other credentials to her resume. One or two. Yeah. yeah. Is she or is she not the queen of science fiction movies? Ooh. Queen. Like, who is more the sort of iconic authority figurehead of science fiction than Sigourney Weaver? Jeez, I don't know. Yeah. You got to be right. I mean, I take Marvel out. I don't count any of those. That's not science fiction. Right, right, right. I'm trying to, th- I'm like, I'm racking my head as to like Star Trek and Star Wars. Right. And I, like the only other person that I think that people would say she's, is the queen would be like Princess Leia. Like just because of her right. iconic. Right. But role. here's. And but she was only in right. those movies. Right. Absolutely. I would, I would give you Carrie Fisher, but I would tell you that Sigourney wins because of her sustained and variations within the science fiction. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. Go for her. Way to go, Sigourney. Yeah. And, I, I mean, it starts with Alien, and I think that it ends with Avatar. Pop quiz, don't look at it. How do you spell Sigourney? <laughs> S-I-G-O-U-R-N-E-Y? Shut up. Is How it? You know? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I spelled it so wrong. I had, like, an extra <laughs> Y in there. <laughs> and then I, and I thought to myself, I'm going to look this up, make sure I didn't get it wrong. <laughs> and it was so wrong. <laughs> okay. So can we just finish this conversation? Yeah. So Minions becomes the number two movie once Thor opens. Top Gun stays the number three movie. Thor, I think, rockets, dominates the rest of the summer. I would even argue. The rest of the year? Thor takes number one and Top Gun overtakes. Oh, 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 oh. You might be right. That's an interesting question. That after this holiday weekend with yep. all the kids off, yep. Minions drops. Yep. Not like right, down right, right. crazy, but because people have, people have it's been getting great audience reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody who watches Minions is like, oh my god, that was so much fun. I took my kids to see Minions and we had a great time. Yeah. You know what else is getting great audience reviews? What's that? The Black Phone. Really? Yeah. We're. I'm, I mean, I, I, this is a little bit of like. Um, I mean, it didn't look bad. It just. I'm just surprised. This is a little bit of like taking a small sample and making the result, applying the results to a broad population. But I've, I've talked to a few like good friends of mine who are moviegoers, and they loved it. You have friends that watch movies? Couple. Just one or two. I also have friends who don't. Yeah. Like, Totes. for example, over the Fourth of July weekend, somebody came up to me and said, "Is there a new Jurassic World movie coming out?" Coming out. Right. And I was like, yeah, there is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. But, I mean, I've even had my mom be like, my friends and I are going to go see, what was that? It's Father Stew. She was like, we're going to go see Father Stew when it comes out. Right. I was like, that was like three months ago. Came and went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> you missed the whole thing. You missed the boat. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was at a party last night. Yeah. Let's not get out of bounds. Right, right. And I was surrounded by people who were like, I watch movies. Right. I hate that. And they're like, yeah, and if I'm going to watch anything, it's going to be sports. That's, oh, only, that's the only thing I watch. I don't even God. watch regular TV. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. I don't know anything to talk about. Yeah. I don't know anything about sports. So is that what you did? Yeah, no, it was fine. Did I'm you not find making some, a big deal out of something. Did you find someone to deal. talk to? Oh, no, no. We continued to talk about Because that's, that's, that's a challenge. Like, yeah. like They were really curious about the podcast because they didn't understand. Right. It was like, it would be like me. Being like, how do you talk about sports ball for like more than a minute? Right. Like I don't. So you say who won, and then in yeah, that, like, what else is there to say? There, what, yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the same kind of like. I felt like I was in a zoo, you know. Right. All right. How, how familiar are you with Howard Stern? I mean, I know who he is. Would you say you're a fan? No. Would you say you've modeled your hair after him? <laughs> That's the big question. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, 
So apparently there was an, so do you know what, do you, when I refer to a hot mic? Yes, I know what that is. Okay. My favorite hot mic story of all time is when Joe Biden told President, then President Obama, this is a big fucking deal. <laughs> I don't really know that one, but that sounds hilarious. Oh, yeah, it's like one of the people in Delaware in like because we have a theater in Wilmington, as you know, mm. and um, it's like people's favorite Joe Biden quote of all time. Mm. <laughs> this is when he was vice. What's the only state in all the states to not have an international airport? Delaware. Yeah, because it's so close to everything else. It's thirty minutes from Philly. Boom. It's an interesting, interesting thing. That huh? is an interesting thing. Yeah, we should build one. On top of the theater. Imagine you and I running an airport. Oh my god, <laughs> the best, brilliant. I'd constantly be like, "Can you, can you, can you? What do they call it when you fly by the the tower? Like, fly like over. Top yeah, you yeah. fly over the tower. Come on." So, Howard Stern had a hot hot mic incident. Now, whether or not it was real, well, I know what a hot mic is. Right. Okay. So, a hot mic is when, like, right now we're recording this show. We have hot mics. We know the mics are on mics and recording on. us. Yeah. Uh, now, when when in this situation, it's like a hot mic would be for a radio would be your mic goes cold when the commercials start, so you can keep talking to your friends. Right, and we all like what people don't know is like in the radio, especially like Howard Stern. Well, maybe you've seen pictures of Howard Stern. No, I'm familiar with the process. I'm but, just saying I'm not like yeah, no, yeah. in general, like their room isn't like you and I are across the table. Right. If we were to turn the mics off, we could talk to each other. Right. But what, for the radio, for audio and stuff, the Howard Stern guys are across the room. Or maybe even in, like separated by glass. Yeah. Like they're producers on the other side of a glass wall or something. Right. So when they're talking to each other, they're, they're always talking to each other through the mics. When it's hot, whatever they're saying is going out on air. Mm. When it's cold, they're just talking mm. to each other. So when they go to commercial, they keep talking right. about stuff right. to each other, like you do with your coworkers. Right. And usually we don't hear it. Well, they had an incident where they went to commercial and Howard Stern's mic was left hot. Well, all their mics were left hot. And he and his co-host, I don't know what her, her name is, they were talking and, and he was saying how he's doing Doctor Doom with Kevin Feige and quote unquote, he's fucking miserable about it. The works, the schedule, not that he has to do it, but mm -hmm. that he has to work, you know, yeah. how Howard Stern is. So wait, wait a minute. What's the story here? So the story here is that there is some sort of Doctor Doom movie or show happening, and Howard Stern is somehow involved in it. Is he playing Doctor Doom? Is he playing himself? Whatever it is, <laughs> it's enough for him to be involved more than just a little bit. Yeah. So he's involved in some sort of MCU because it's a Kevin Feige thing. And so I guess the other big thing is that a lot of people are thinking – they set it up like Kang the Conqueror was going to be the big bad for phase four and and, and forward. But now it's kind of leaning towards people are starting to think that Dr. Doom mm. will be the big bad um, in the series. Yeah. I mean, I was just Googling it. Yeah. And Dr. Victor Von Doom is a fictional character. First appeared in Fantastic Four number five. So this is a legit like canon. Like this is a... Legit character. Oh, he's one of the biggest, baddest yeah. guys. So my question, what I meant when I said, what's the story? Oh. Is, A, are we surprised to learn that Howard Stern is possibly playing Doctor Doom? Well, I think we're surprised that Howard Stern's involved. Involved. Period. There's no way he's playing Doctor Doom. I can't Doom. imagine. Yeah. Doctor Doom seems so big. Right. That's got to be. Maybe he's voicing him. Maybe that's, he's got to be, that's got to be like. If you're Doctor Doom, that's all you're doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I would feel like it'd be, it's like Thanos. I'm going to go on record and say I hope he's not. I kind of hope he's not either. Yeah. He doesn't seem like a Doctor Doom to me. Okay, so the first question is, is it A, we're surprised that he's doing Doctor Doom, or is it B, we're surprised that he's miserable about it? Like, what's the more interesting part of the story? Oh, I'm more interested. It's more interesting that he's doing it. What's his role? Yeah, because yeah. I would expect him to be miserable doing anything. Yeah. And is it, I also, this is a little unclear. Is he the one that's miserable or is John Favreau the one who's miserable? Oh, he's uh, Howard, Howard Stern. Stern's. Yeah. So in, in the thing, if you listen, and you can easily listen to it, it's out, the clip is out there. He's talking about, he's like, oh, you know, I'm doing Dr. Doom. And the, and the girl's like, oh, you're working? He's like, yeah, I told you I'm doing Dr. Doom. Doom with Kevin Feige and it, it, the schedule is just miserable. I'm fucking yeah. miserable about it. So whatever it is, it's yeah. 
not, I don't want to say labor intensive, but it's schedule intensive. Yeah. Okay. And he's not down. He wants to be more relaxed, I guess. I don't blame him. Why not? I mean, he's aging like the rest of us. Never. Never. Never going to You happen. are reverse aging. It's weird. I'm, I'm benching, benching yeah. buttoning it. You're buttoning it. Everyone, I was, let me tell you a secret. Let me tell you a secret. Shh. <laughs> I was this is a little bit sad, but a little bit funny. <laughs> David, right. a lot of your stories are a little, sad. A little bit sad, a little bit, sad, a little bit funny. funny. I was at a funeral this week. Oh, that's awesome. That's the sad part. That's, oh. the, that's the fun part. Oh, that's the sad part. <laughs> yeah, that's the fun part. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, thanks for clarifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> I, see, I'm, I see a buddy right. who's he's like five or six years younger than me. Yeah. And he's like, my birthday comes up. Yeah. My birthday's in the fall. Yeah. And how that'll probably be the next time yeah. our group of friends see each other. I think November's like winter birthday. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well. Late winter, fall. Late, late fall. fall. Yeah. Uh, so they mentioned uh, so they don't see each other. It's like, well, yeah. I'll see you at David's birthday in yeah. a couple months. It's a big one. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you turning 40 this year? And I said, yeah. And he goes, why don't you just cut the middleman out and have the party here? At the funeral home. <laughs> so there I am. Yeah. At a funeral. Laughing. Boston gut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, this is bad joke. Yeah. So anyway. I think that's great. I think if if I come to your funeral, I'm going to find the humor in it and laugh. Better. And if you come to mine, I want you to do the same. Don't worry. I want you to be like cutting wise over yeah. on the side. You know, people be over on the other side of the room, like trying to be all serious and somber. And you'll be like, hey, I think he's never looked better. <laughs> Amy will be up there talking. She'll be like, right. and he always took everything so seriously. I'm like, right. Did he? <laughs> Did he though? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, barely news here. That's, that's the end of the news. Yeah. I, I will say one other box office tidbit. Yeah, uh, we booked Mr. Malcolm's list. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that was a mistake. We're going to talk about it commercially. Okay, I'm saying Dune two, Dune two, part two. Oh, right. So just a little bit of news. I, I didn't mean to wrap up. It's okay. Yeah, just a little bit of news. Yeah, Dune two was going to be in October. It is now. November 17th, two days before oh my, God. my 41st birthday, 2023. Yeah. So get ready because mm. we thought Dune 1 was going to come out at my birthday yeah. and that was going to be the celebration. Yeah. But it looks like right. Dune 2 is the real birthday celebration. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I should just wait to turn 40 for another year Absolutely. and make it one big, one big one, right? Yes. Yeah. Dune Dune celebration extraordinaire. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I also think, and I don't know how you feel about this, but yeah. I think this is a good sign for the sequel. Yeah, like because November is November seventeenth is primo prime time yeah. release date. Like like studios do not casually open movies November seventeenth. You got Thanksgiving the next week. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. a huge slot. Big. So I, if I was a Dune fan, which I am, but I, I don't like to say that in front of you because I know that I'm like How dare. compared to you. <laughs> but if I was a Dune fan, I would be encouraged by this tidbit. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Honestly. And then because they put Dune in the November slot, they're moving Godzilla to the spring, right? Yeah. So Godzilla vs. Kong 2 will be March 2024. Right. So I know everyone was looking forward to that. <laughs> they said, when can they fight again? Right. As soon as it was over. Right. That was cool and all. But what happens if they go at it again? Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you the joke about the original King Kong versus Godzilla guys? No. The two guys that were watching it. They were the only two that came into the theater. No. I, I didn't tell you about this. You might have, but I forget. Yeah. So, so there's this guy sitting alone in the auditorium waiting for uh, Godzilla versus King Kong to start. Okay. And then the second guy walks in and sits down next to him. And uh, says, hey, you pretty psyched for this movie? And the first guy says, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good. And the guy says, I bet you 20 bucks Godzilla wins. And the second guy's like, all right, I'll take that bet. So they go through, and sure enough, Godzilla wins, what? right? And the second guy goes to give the first guy 20 bucks because he lost the bet. And the, the guy says, I can't take your money. I, I already saw the movie. I knew he was going to win. <laughs> and the second guy goes, that's all right. I already saw the movie too. I just didn't think he could do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think he could do it again. 
<laughs> that's one oh, yeah. of my all-time favorites. That, that's great. That's a good one, right? That's great. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the news that's fit to print. And now it's time for new trailers. We only had two this week. This is a tricky one. I know which one is my pick, but they're both excellent trailers. Are they? Well. Because I was here yeah, when you were yeah, watching yeah, yeah, them, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. you did was complain about <laughs> one was on. So I feel like I'm pretty sure I know which is going to be your favorite one. Okay. <laughs> so you want to start with that one, the second one? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So our not pick of the week right. is called Ticket to Paradise with George Clooney, Julia Roberts, and Caitlin Dever. Caitlin Dever, the co-star of Booksmart, yeah, who, who, we we, love. who we love. Yeah. We don't see enough of her. That is for sure. But it was I'm sure we will. It was the, so we're going to talk about why this trailer was frustrating for me. But one of the things that were frustrating is that I couldn't remember her name. Mm. David goes, oh, that's the girl from Booksmart. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, what's her name? And neither one of us could remember her name. Yeah. So I watch a whole trailer. And at the end, it says, starring Julia Roberts, George Clooney, comes out in October. Yeah. And we're like, what's her name? How did they not what? say her name? How did they not say her name? So I had to look up her name to be reminded that it's Caitlin Dever. Yeah. And I found that so disrespectful because she's obviously, I mean, I guess if you, I, maybe in if you watch a trailer. It's clear there's three stars. There's three stars. I'm up four fingers. Right. There's, there's three, three stars. stars. <laughs> right. But apparently judging from the name placement in the trailers for judging from the credits, maybe Caitlin Dever's part is really like, it must be tiny. Maybe it's, it maybe doesn't really look like it's that from the trailer. It looks like the three of them are the three stars, Yeah, but I have a problem with this trailer, but I love George Clooney. I love Julia Roberts. Let's just say this, the comedy, let's say this about the, that. Let's say this about that. The comedy, the acting, it all feels like it fits, like it should work. Right. I don't know if this is a bad, just a bad trailer because it is, or if it's a bad movie. Well, I think here's what I this, think. This feels like a Netflix movie. Ugh, I disagree, but here's what I think. I think this movie looks great, but I will say I think it looks a hundred percent predictable, a hundred percent like you've seen this movie before. Would you say that it's a hundred percent predictable or? Was it that they showed 100% of the movie? In the well, trailer? that was my complaint. That was my problem with this trailer is that I said to David while I'm watching the trailer, I feel like I'm watching, I feel like I just watched the whole movie. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like they, they start, like the, the trailer is laid out in course with the events. The trailer could have ended three times. Right. They were like, oh, okay. Oh, wait, there's another scene. Oh, there's another. It's like whoever made the trailer was like, "This is funny. This is funny. We have to include it right. all." Right. They have to know how funny it really is. Right. I would almost wager that we've seen ninety percent of the funny. Right. You know. But here's here's where I land. I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. I will absolutely watch it in October, just because I love all three of those. Stars. Yeah, the pairing looks really good. Yeah. Well, George Clooney and Julia Roberts have acted together before right. in a number of movies, including Ocean's, what, 12 or 13? Well, shoot. Well, I mean, she was in all of them. Yeah. She was in all of them, but she had a, a little bit more of a role in 12, I right. think. She's his love interest, isn't she? Yeah. 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 They have great chemistry. The movie looks good. It looks like a movie you've seen a thousand times before, but we're going to sign up for it again. It, listen, if that's the measure of a bad movie, then— It's still pretty high. I mean, we're going to throw out all the Marvel movies, right? What do you mean? I, I mean, like, a lot of the Marvel movies, I, f I feel like we've already seen, like... Oh, okay. You, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and again, I, I, you know I love the Marvel. I just raved about how much I loved Thor. Yeah. But, like, it's a Marvel. It's another Marvel movie. Right. It's Be like... Eventually a beam goes up into the sky right. and they all fight around right. it. Right. And to me, it's like pizza. Like, just because it's another pizza doesn't mean that I don't want it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we love pizza. Of course we do. Yeah. yeah. Because we've had pizza before doesn't mean we don't want another pizza. I mean, I want pizza right now. Right. Now that I'm talking about it, I'm getting hungry for pizza. Yeah, come on. What's going on? But here's the thing. Like, that's our new that's that's our new shorthand for describing a movie we've seen before. We're going to call it a pizza movie. Mm. This, this movie, Ticket to Paradise, is a pizza movie. Very much a pizza yeah. movie. Okay. I love it. So our trailer of the week is for a movie called See How They Run. This one came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to our booth manager, Brookie, 
who found this movie and decided it would go well at the beginning of Mr. Malcolm's List, and she was right. How incredibly delightful it was to sit down to a new movie and see a new trailer and like the new trailer and have never seen it before. Yeah, in the theater. Yeah. The problem was, though, is I was enjoying it so much. The person I saw it with came, like, had to use the restroom, and they so they came in oh. just at, like, the trailer had yeah. to play. And I was like, tomorrow when we get together, we're, we're watching this trailer. It's so good. But the whole time I'm, like, telling them that, I missed the title of the movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to hit you up for the title. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't remember what it is. But this, so this is a murder mystery comedy. And it looks, you said it was like a Wes Anderson film. Yeah. I think so as well, but without the Wes Anderson like, not quite as not yeah. quite as quirky. Right, a little bit quirky, but more not approachable. quite. Right, I yes. would say more approachable yes. than a Wes Anderson. This is a searchlight picture that comes out in September. It's got some pretty good fun, some pretty good comedy. Sam Rockwell, Sorsha. Uh, Sorsha. I What's think. her last name? Ronan. Sorsha Ronan. Yeah. Sosha. 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 I don't think you pronounce the R. We got we Sosha. got schooled on this when we first met her back when she was in Little Women. Oh, that's right. And somebody helped us learn how to say her name. Where are they now? I want to say it was Frodo, and somebody helped us pronounce it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Sosha. Someone send us Sosha. a recording. Sosha. Not just a pronunciation. Sosha. Send us a, an audio clip of how to pronounce the name. That would be helpful. Anyway. So. The movie looks great. It, it looks great. It also reminds me, what was that movie that um, with Daniel Craig when he had the Southern accent that everybody went. Knives Out. Knives Out. It had yeah. a little, it, it was like a, a cross between Knives Out and Wes Anderson, but closer to Knives Out. Right. Speaking of which, Knives Out 2 is going to show at Cannes, I think, even though it's going straight to Netflix. Mm, lame. Yeah. I'm um, surprised that Cannes would. I think it's Cannes. It's, it's going to a, fa maybe it's Toronto. It's going to a festival. Like a TV festival? No. Television, a, a festival movie. for television shows? Yeah, well, I guess that's it is now. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's going to the Emmys. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Um, I, ho I hope it gets an Emmy because I loved Knives Out, and I think it's worthy. It's perfect for an Emmy. Yeah. TV schlock, you yeah. know? Yep. Uh, so this is like, there's it's a whodunit, but it's a, a comedy, and it, I think my favorite line is, <laughs> like, the, the exchange at the end where they said, uh... <laughs> What would you say? How how are they? How would what did they do that that caught you off guard? It's not as much as what they did; it's how they were acting. It's how were they acting? Suspiciously, suspiciously, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like, I, got, I butchered it. No, he totally butchered it, but it was hilarious. Yeah. It was it was funny. So our trailer of the week. See how they run. Yeah, you ready to move on to our movie review? Please, Mister Malcolm's list. Monsieur Malcolm's list. Now. Let me tell you, you said yeah. box office flop for you. No, I'm not saying flop. I, w I wouldn't go so far as to say flop. I'm just saying Downton Abbey played two, two shows a day Yeah. and outgrossed Mr. Malcolm's List, which played five shows a day. Oof. And both of them were at the bottom of our box office report. So I came in about an hour and a half early to grab my tickets. Okay. At that time, I was the... Only ticket holder <laughs> right. in the theater. Right. And I said, I said, the person who was going, I said, well, we might be in this alone. Yeah. There might not be anyone there. Get ready. This could be a blast. But then we walked in, there's like 20, 25 people there. For real? Maybe, maybe 20 is a stretch, but around 20 people. Yeah. Like the theater was way fuller than okay. we expected. All right. And I was like, wow, there's a lot more people here than I, I, I didn't think anybody would be there. Yeah. Because of that kind of thing. Um, but what did you think of the movie? Well, we played it daily at 4.30 with open captions. Okay. Did you, were you at an open caption show? No, no, no. I, yeah. was, I was here at a 7.15 show. Yeah. Was the crowd, did the crowd trend a little older? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we tried to reach out to them. I, I, I made some comments, um, sent out some group emails to some retirement homes and some of our regular customers and that kind of stuff to get the word out for the open captions. Well, let me look up because... This is when I, okay, so what did you think of the movie? Let's start with that. Well, I thought it looked beautiful. Did you like the story? Yeah, I mean, it was a little, uh, what's the word? You didn't like the story. 
you, you can you, you this is not you you, you can lie. Uh, uh, the problem is you've seen another movie uh. since you watched it, so it's no longer the best thing you've ever seen. What did you think of the movie? I had a great time. Yeah, I. But this is my that's, thing. That's what I should have led with. This is my my type of thing. Yeah. Like I like these kind of period piece mm-hmm. drama things. I get kind of wrapped up in it, and we had a good time laughing at parts and and you know making the in jokes that we have about these kind of things. Because we watched Bridgerton and and, and yeah. make fun of like that kind of thing, and it was kind of like Bridgerton light mm. and very predictable mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. What I was surprised of, I thought. This is this is good. I had a good time. Nobody's seeing it. Nobody probably likes it. Like it's probably very niche. Rot, do you want to guess Rotten Tomatoes? Oof. Well, since you're asking me to guess, I'm going to tilt my guess high, and I'm going to say 88 percent approval. Okay, so it was an 80 and an 82. So it was like oh, pretty wow. much an even unanimous like like critic to audience reaction. But the fact that it's in the 80s like that is pretty yeah substantial. Like I would, I would have expected this type of movie as much. I mean, even though I enjoyed it and would rate it in that in that category, I would expect it to be more like a like a sixty. Like people didn't like it or whatever, right? Because it's a period piece and they just didn't go see it or, or whatever. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Yeah, contradict myself a little bit. Yeah, I wonder if this is the kind of movie where I don't want to use the word slow burn, but like, does it take a little while to build up? Like for here's what here's my point. I'm going to hold, obviously I'll hold it over another week. Yeah. Um, I bet it doesn't drop much. Like in other words, it, is it just going to stay steady? I don't think it's going to grow, but I think it, I could it's s- absolutely not going to grow, yeah. but does it drop 10% instead of 45%? I would say you might see that. Yeah. And you know, is its audience, I would venture, I would wager a guess that its audience is not the type of audience that's looking for movies on 4th of July weekend. Yes. Its audience is going to cookouts or doing yard work or like they're not looking for movies. That audience is going to wake up on Tuesday and be like, huh, maybe I'll see a movie this week. Yeah. That I would, I would reckon that the type of people that are going to come see this movie are not the type of people that see movies. Right. Or they only see this type of movie. Yeah. 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 So in other, in other words, they're not on the pulse. They probably don't even know like, I would reckon that a majority of people that come to see it weren't aware that it was out a week before they went to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Yeah. So I, I, I enjoyed the story. I thought it was well acted. I thought it was, was, was fun. It was very Jane Austen light, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I thought the costumes were great. Um, the story wasn't boring by any means, a little predictable, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, there were things I, I liked how the, the, the girl's getting chased by two guys, but then the one guy like quickly, like he's like he starts off. You think he's going to be like an antagonist? He's like, "Oh, I never give up." And then a scene later, he's like, "Meh, yeah, I've got something else I got right. my eyes on." You know, right. right? Yeah. And some of the comedy really hit. And the movie opens with them as little little girls, and and I I laughed right away because the one girl's like, "Promise me you'll write me every week," and the girl's like, "I promise I'll never miss a week." Will you Will you promise me? And the same girl's like. I can't make that kind of promise. <laughs> I might not be able to write you back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah. So I'm going to say best movie I've ever seen. I'm going to say worst movie I ever saw. Worst movie of all time. Yeah. Worst movie of all time. Well, that's, that's, that, that fits. I'm not, I'm not shocked. Yeah. Did you watch the whole movie? No. That's, I, that's the second part. I was, how much of this movie did you? How, how much of this movie did you make it through? Let me guess. That story I told at the beginning. Did you see that? No. You didn't see this movie at all, did no, you? No, I did. I did. I saw some of it, but here's like some here's, of it. Here's the. Th- <laughs> I was so busted. I can't believe you called me out. All right. Here's what happened. I pressed play, but like uh-huh. you should have been, I, I, when you walked in the office just before the show mm-hmm. and I was watching the trailer for see how they run. Yeah. That should have been your first clue. <laughs> yeah, how far behind you were? Like, no, like if, if I was, if I, oh, why didn't he see the trailer when he watched the movie? But the other thing is you were able to give me the trailer yesterday when I asked you for it. Right. That's because I texted Brooke. <laughs> I need to cut the middleman out. I need to text her from now on. Um, Brooke, by the way, one of our favorites. Mm, Love her to death. But yeah, so I I didn't, 
I didn't immediately get down. And then because I missed the beginning, I wasn't like completely invested. And then I got called away real quick in the middle and I didn't hurry back. And yeah, I didn't, I did not see a lot of this movie. Wow. So that's crazy. This, this is a good example of why watching movies at home sucks. Yeah. Because that's what happens when you watch a movie at home. You know, you get up real quick and you go get a snack or, you know, you press pause. You sort of get out of the flow of it. And that's what happened to me with this movie because I was working and we were busy, you know, had the schedule. You know, it's the 4th of July actual weekend is a busy time for Joel and the managers and the, you know, the guys who run the building. Yeah. Leading up to it is pretty busy week for me, you know, managing the show times and, you know, coordinating last minute details, with all the studios and they want 3D shows or they don't want and they, you know, negotiating all this kind of stuff. And so it was a busy week for me and it was not it. it the movie did not have my full attention and that that's it cost. Why, why are you going to check your privilege, man? He's sitting over there. Oh, mister, I own the theater. I can watch the movie whenever I want. I just don't have time to watch the movie. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I get it. I get it. Right, I get it. Right. I get it. So people think, like you don't have access no, to every movie you right. want to no, see. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. People are always like, oh, you must watch so many movies. I'm like, man, I got life to live. Yeah, come on, man. Come on. Right. Like I watch, yeah, yes, I watch a movie every week, but I don't just watch movies all the time. Right? Actually, do other I do, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I gotta go watch a movie right now. <laughs> I love when somebody accuses you of something—not you, but like when somebody accuses me of something stupid. Yeah. And I like completely defend, and then I'm like, actually, yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> no, but the more I think about it, right. <laughs> but I, I don't admit that until after I've completely defended myself. Right. How yeah. dare you? Right. <laughs> I take offense <laughs> at the very suggestion Good that sir. I'm not detail oriented. <laughs> Spot on. All right. Well, I loved it. Penn didn't slash didn't watch it. <laughs> Let's give him points for attempting, <laughs> please, to watch it. Right. All right. We're gonna move on to listener notes, questions, answers, comments, and so forth. Yeah. So the first uh, the first comment came from Top Ten Sarah, who works at our very favorite vet clinic. I'm sorry. Who? It's the final countdown. The final countdown. So top ten, Sarah. Yeah, of course. She was in attendance at the Lidditz. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back whoa, the train. Whoa. Back, back the train up. She wasn't just present. No. She was in it and she wasn't just in it she was part of the climactic event the finale float yes or whatever they don't let just anybody bring up the rear no no it's always the best who's gonna be the best yeah. of the best right they want to make sure you stick to the end and of course it was everybody's favorite vet clinic right Mannheim vet Mannheim Pike I think it's Mannheim Pike Mannheim veterinary Pike clinic veterinary. right yeah uh, they were there they said that they saw you said you were there yeah did you see them I did, and Sarah, I don't know how I missed you because I was ta- I was on I was across the street from the Bull's Head, mm. and me and my friends. Now this may come as a surprise to you, but we are rowdy parade enthusiasts. Like we cheer and comment on every single float or presentation yeah. or person that walks by. Like whether we know them or don't, we cheer for them. We shout, "We love!" Blah blah blah. Yeah. Right. And I was watching it with, oh, actually, that's not true. I was going to say I was watching it with the Mystery Gobble, but the Mystery Gobble was home preparing. No, well, probably. But he claims (laughs) that he was home preparing because the big parade after party was at his house. Oh. Which I was surprised I didn't see you there. Yeah, you know, it's weird. Yeah. He was going to invite me, but then he didn't. But then he didn't. (laughs) Yeah. So... My point is, like, we were we were there, and we were we are not casually we do not casually just go sit on the sidewalk right. and space out while people walk by. No, like we are engaged yeah. with that parade, and so I told all my buddies, like, oh my god, this is our clinic. This is yeah. this is Hannah's people, you know. And so we were cheering and shouting, but I didn't, Sarah. I don't know how I missed you. I I saw the the. I don't know if the right word was float or whatever, but I saw all the dogs and I saw all the t-shirts and the 
you know, the signage that said Mannheim Pike Veterinary Clinic. And it also said like Metro, Metro something or other. Yeah, I think they, I think that's their like, uh, they're actually called Metro Clinic or. Yeah. It's like the over name of it. Because there's a couple. So it's a Mannheim Vet Clinic, but it's like, there's four of them or three right. of them or something. There's a little confusion yeah. there. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. They have a few different names. And so we saw a few different names and I was shouting and cheering. Yeah. And I was regretting that I didn't have Hannah with me. Yeah. So that she could have said hello. I, but took, I took Cora and Padmore to see it. I don't know why you. <laughs> my cats were like, can we go to the, fa- to the parade? They I were said, like by the door, yeah, ready. Like, you know, I had their like, coats on. They had like special jackets with right. the vet on it and right. everything. Right. Like, so yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we did see them. And appreciated the fact that when she threw out the candy inside the candy, what they did at the vet clinic, which I really, you know, a yeah. lot of people were doing this. This was like a new trend yeah. is they were throwing out Tootsie Rolls. But what they did was they bought the Tootsie Rolls and then they they took like a whole group of them. Like they took their lunch break, unwrapped every single Tootsie Roll and then rewrapped the Tootsie Roll yeah. with a little fortune cookie note that said, listen to the Penn Cinema podcast. I mean, if that's not a good listener. You got to get the young audience. The in. rest of you listeners could take note. Take a page out of Sarah's book. Yeah. You should be taking candy, unwrapping it and then rewrapping it and then th- Throwing it to children. Well, now wait. What was Sarah? Sarah was not throwing them to children. She was throwing them at, at children. children. And yeah. then she concludes her note by saying, "Those that did not sustain a concussion will be happily rewarded this evening with some words of wisdom in their candy." That makes sense. Yeah. She was like, "Get away from the float!" Right. The, the lesser entrance. Yeah. The lesser parade entries would throw the candy towards the children to yeah. the, in the general direction of the children. But these guys on the Mannheim Pike veterinary clinic parade, they were winding up and heaving. Yeah. Well, what you might not know mm. is in order to get a job oh. at the vet clinic, yeah, you have to be a retired semi-pro ball player. Oh, okay. And that ex- their arms are. Yeah. Like rockets. Wicked. Yeah. Yeah. And that that, expo- that's why that explains a lot. Yeah. You got to throw the balls for the dogs. Right. You gotta throw the candy right. at the kids. At the kids. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Perfect. So then we had a, a new write-in yeah. from Mary. Mm-hmm. She had a simple question. Yes. But I think there's a little bit of she says, How long will Elvis be showing at Penn Cinema? She doesn't clarify which one. Right. So how long do you think Elvis what kind of legs Ooh. does Elvis have? Well, as with all titles, if you're asking about Penn Cinema Huntington Valley you got to be on top of it. Elvis will probably be at Huntington Valley for like three weeks, maybe four. Okay. So we've already had it two weeks, right? So it's almost out. So you got another week there at Huntington Valley. Lidditon, Wilmington, it'll play at least four weeks, but probably five or six weeks. So you probably haven't, you know, you're probably good for the rest of July to see Elvis at one of the larger theaters. Okay. Um, but my question for Mary. Yeah. And didn't I write her back? Uh, not that I was included. Okay. So I just, I didn't hit reply all because it felt like it was a more... Yeah, operational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my question that I I wrote her back with, I gave her a straight answer. Yeah. Right. But the question that I have is that's the kind of email that we get almost every day to our regular pencinema.com mailbox. Yeah. Like pencinemalitits at pencinema.com or litits at pencinema.com or info at pencinema.com or whatever. So my question to Mary is why'd you write the podcast? Well, maybe. Is she, is she a listener or did she find the She's, email oh, yeah. or was she at the parade? Well, she might be a listener. And she was in the ER with her kid getting yeah. treated for head trauma. And she was like, well, you know, my blood sugar is getting low because I'm waiting so long for my child to be seen. <laughs> I better eat just Tootsie head. Roll, yeah. opened up the Tootsie Roll, found the note and thought this would be a great way to pass the time. You know, yeah. while I wait for my child to be treated for head injuries yeah, from that the 98 time. mile an hour Tootsie Roll that came at her. <laughs> <laughs> and then while she was listening to her Tootsie Roll Penn Cinema podcast, she heard the email address, the new one. Right. Yeah. Which podcast is at Penn Cinema. Podcast, podcast at PennCinema.com and thought, huh, I wonder how long Elvis will be there. And I got this new email address. Let me find out. She saw a resource and she used it. Yeah. Good for you, Mary. Good for you, Mary. Well, we have, I have a question for you. Mm, mm. Right. We talked about the equalizer movies. Yeah. Who knows? And we were like, I don't know about this movie. Do you know about this movie? No. Who does know? I don't know. Well, let me tell you who knows. (laughs) The shadow knows. 
That's right. I, I like the vinyl scratchiness <laughs> yeah. of that clip. Yeah. Uh, so the shadow wrote us and he says, well, I took the time to watch both Equalizer movies and I have to say, mm. great action movies. The only thing is, why is he like Batman without the costume? He's an older, highly functional o, uh, OCD ex-military man who has been who has been killed by the CIA, but has a hero complex and has to violently execute the bad guy. Overall, good action flicks, and we'll be there to see the storyline in the third installment. So, I guess the Equalizer movies are not uh, to be trifled with. This makes me. This makes me want to sign up. Yeah, it, you know, I'll wait till closer till three comes out. Yeah, and then I won't have to watch them again when three comes out. And I've forgotten right. what they're about. Right. Right. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm curious. I I'm also curious uh, to to hear back from the shadow. Did you like? Is this a coincidence? Like, have uh, you? Were you recently watching them, and then we were talking about them, or did you listen to the show and you were like, "Huh, that's a good point." I w- I'd like to, you know, and then like, were you sort of motivated? I read it that he he took the bullet for us. Oh, okay, like a service like, to yeah, the show. He was like, you know what? Oh, I appreciate. That. I love these guys enough. Yeah. To give four of my hours to them. Right. Without them knowing about it till after it's done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. Way to kudos, go to Shadow. Kudos to you, Monsieur Shadow. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have one more listener feedback thing, but I'm going to wait for it. Okay. All right. So let's move on to what are you doing? You're going to wait for it like Hamilton. Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. I don't get that reference because I've never seen Hamilton okay. or heard the soundtrack. Yeah. So It's actually James Burr that waits for it. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Well, let's move on to what are you doing? What yeah. are you reading? What are you watching outside well, of the theater? As I know you're obsessed with it because you don't yeah. miss a single rotation. That's right. Tour de France is underway. Oof. We got three stages under our belt, twenty-five to go. Oh my gosh! This has got to be the most intense, hardest athletic endeavor in the world. I'm always shocked about how circular those wheels are. Yeah. Well, they're perfectly round. I don't yeah. know if you knew that. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like mostly round. Right. Entirely round, circular. And I was shocked more that they're not full of stones. They're not what? Full of stones. Right. <laughs> those aren't just sandbags. No. Those. That's air. Yeah. In those tires. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm obsessed with the tour. So I've been watching that. When are you going to do the tour? <laughs> it's only a matter of time, David. Well, you do Iron Man, right? Right. right. And Iron Man is no joke. No, it's let's not. be like all jokes aside. Right. Iron Man is le- that's legit insane. Right. That you do Iron Man. Okay. Tour de France is only what like one and a half Iron Mans. Like right. I think the 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 oh yeah. But it's all biking. Is There's that a the, million. Is that the problem? There are a million reasons why I can't do the tour. No, no, the, the, most, reason the most important motivation. reason. The one most important <laughs> reason is because I'm not strong enough. I'm not good enough. Right? I never was. Don't talk to your, talk about yourself like that. But the difference between mm. the tour and an Ironman is the analogy would be these guys do the tour. Yeah. And then they wake up tomorrow and they do it again. And they wake up the next day and they do it again. Right. And so on and so forth for 28 days. 28 days. Like I could I could sustain a conversation if somebody wanted to compare a day in the Tour de France with an Ironman. Okay. Like I, I would entertain that conversation. Okay. Like I'm not saying that they're equal because they're not. But you could have a conversation about comparing a day in the Tour de France to completing an Ironman. And you could argue which one's harder and you could argue which one, you know, blah, blah, blah. But hands down, doing a Tour de France, I mean, you're doing that 28 days. And I think there's like two rest days, maybe three. But it's like grueling every single day. It's unbelievable. Just to complete the tour is an incredible professional accomplishment. I just hear a lot of excuses. <laughs> I've got to talk to Coach Andrew. Right. Set our goals a little higher. All right. I'll mention that to him. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pass that along. I'm going to tell him, David thinks I could do the tour. <laughs> yeah. And he thinks, if you don't think I do, right. you got to go. He's ready. David thinks he's ready. It's his turn to start coaching. Right. <laughs> right. 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 I'm going to tell him that. I got a yeah. new coach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Molten performance. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> 
All right, so Tour de France, anything else? Uh, Peaky Blinders. I'm still, like, Ooh. consistently, every time I have, like, a chance, and the and I'm done with the tour, and, and I just, I mean, I'm watching, like, three or four episodes at a clip, and I love it. Nice. I mean, it's a great show. Like, how do you not love Peaky Blinders? I haven't gotten into it. Like, last time I watched it, I couldn't understand what they were saying. I don't have that problem. I think I was just too tired. Could be. Yeah. Uh, so, me, I've been watching... Uh, just the other day, watching Bridgerton. Let me tell you what. I got two episodes to go, but they finally kissed. Two episodes? Two ep- two episodes yeah. to go. Okay. They finally kissed. Yeah. And it was like we were jumping out of the chair. Uh, we couldn't believe it finally happened. So yeah. many teases uh, finally happened. But on top of that, we had a really amazing episode of Star Trek this week. Mm. Uh, the boys keeps going. Miss Marvel is great. Uh, you know... It, Oh, Obi-Wan ended last week. I don't think I talked mm. about that. And that was a pretty phenomenal ending. Everyone's kind of r- raving about how cool that was. Yeah. Uh, the, the big fight in that. that. Um, Reading-wise, I'm going to start Oh, uh, reading, rereading the Umbrella Academy because mm. I kind of do that after our, every season because mm-hmm. it's so good. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Tonight I plan to watch a Bollywood movie, a report on next week called oh. RRR. And I've heard it is off the hook Crazy slaps. Where are you watching that? Uh, Netflix. Okay, because that movie was offered to us theatrically. Yeah, I hear. I've seen like people who review movies like come on and be like, I, "This movie's insane, and you've got to watch it." Mm. And uh, the clips look over the top. Yeah, like the whole they're they're saying like it's like a Marvel movie but better. Mm. But it's I mean it's still Bollywood, so it's yeah. going to have those tropes, singing and stuff. Right. Awesome. Yeah. So next week we're obviously going to watch Thor. Yeah, well, I'm going to watch Thor. No, I'll just I, take the weekend I will, off. I I'm sure that I will watch it again. Oh, yeah. Oh snap! I, I yeah. Crackle and pop. Well, that's going to be awesome. Now, look before we go, Ted. Yes. Uh, let me just prepare this before I. Okay. Before you just got to give me a second. All right. David is uh, doing something that I can't see, right. although I do know that he arrived at today's show bearing a small cooler. Yeah, yeah, and th- this is, if you listen to last week's show, there might be a little bit of a hint as to what this is. Uh, so last week... Should I, I close my eyes? You should close your okay. eyes, yeah. Last week, I mentioned one of my absolute favorite people ever, mm. and that's, uh, her name is Naomi, and mm. she we were talking about fruit salads mm-hmm. and so forth and so on. And I said she makes the best fruit salad mm. ever. Now, Naomi's not a listener mm. of the show normally. That's okay. But someone mm? got to her. Oh, boy. And they said, guess what? You got mentioned on this podcast. What? And so she listened, and she was so, like, happy and excited that we were ranting and raving. And that the story about this delicious fruit salad. Mm. You can open your eyes now. She oh. made us. <laughs> some fruit salad, some amazing Naomi-made fruit salad, but it doesn't end there. No, no. What else is involved with this fruit salad pen? There are little notes the size of fortune cookies that say, or fortune cookie notes that yeah. say, "Listen to the Pen Cinema podcast." Right. And this is some of the. T- just we're gonna eat this off off. But just take a scoop of this and let me know what you think. Uh, we gotta we gotta get it on. On Hot oh, Mike Record, oh God. this is some of the best fruit salad you'll ever have. And I can already say it smells amazing. Mm. Mm. Oh, my God. Isn't it amazing? I'm telling you, this girl does not joke around with her fruit salad. I don't understand if it's the, the way that it's all, like, cut down into si- like small sizes or what, but this is some of the serious best stuff you'll have. So... Super thanks to Naomi. We love you. You're one of the best. Oh, this is definitely the best. Yeah. I have a theory. Yeah. About why this is so good. Why is that? Because it looks, it already looks a little different Mm -hmm. than any fruit salad I've ever had. Yeah. I think what contributes to the greatness is the extra effort she puts in to cut everything really small. Yeah. That's like, it's all cut down. Yeah. When you take a scoop, you get a lot. Yeah. Also there's mango in there. You get all the different flavors because you can fit a bunch of different flavors in one spoonful. And even the grapes are cut in half. Right. Yeah. They're cut more in half. Yeah. It's true. Some of them. Yeah. 
I bet you the grapes are cut into fourths. The uh, the blueberries are the only thing that I see that's not cut. Right. But it is delicious, mm. and this is going to be my lunch. I've waited to eat it. Mm. So let's go ahead and wrap up the show. Look, if you want to be a part of the show, the best way to do that is to send us an email, podcast at com. We will, of course, read your email and hopefully read it on the air. Um, and um, you can always be a co- part of the conversation over Facebook. We always have stuff going on over there. Trailer Master Jason mm. posts their trailers. So have a big, hard week this week. There's two of them. I don't know if you can handle it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. But I think if, if you want to support the show, I, we got to go again. Clearly. The best way to do that yeah. is fruit salad. <laughs> fruit salad. With little notes in it that say, listen to the Pencil and Pockets. I love that she taped them yep. so they wouldn't yep. they wouldn't get uh, all they messed up. They almost look, feel, is that tape or laminated? She taped them. Taped them. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And if you think we're making this up, I'm going to post pictures. Yeah, it's a real deal. Of the fruit salad. It's and so good. We're not going to do that little segment about how to support the show because obviously the best way to support the show is to send fruit salad, fruit salad with notes in it to right. say listen to the pencil you don't podcast. have fruit salad right. just tell a friend tell a friend yeah. and I would like to personally thank Naomi this is amazing Yeah. thank you thank you so once again for the pencil podcast I'm David Bolton and I'm Penn Ketchum take, take care, care and party on thanks for joining us this episode our hosts would love to hear from you to contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.